broadcasting from a little liberal town known in Madison, Wisconsin. This is the Sauce Report. And your host today, Sauslin Timison. The Sauce Report is sponsored by Public Investments. Public Investment is a marketing firm out of New York City. It is a firm that I use in order to trade uh, stocks, also trade cryptocurrency, and now they have introduced NTFs. They're a great organization and they're a great company in order to start trading. And even if you're experienced or non-experienced, they can teach you along the way. I use Public Investments as a stepping stone to save for my future. After all, I want to have family of my own. And I'm sure I don't want to live paycheck to paycheck even after I retire. That's why I started early by investing and saving my money through public investing. You are more than welcome to check out public investments at publicinvestings.com to find more information. And if you're interested in uh, investing go with them, click on the link below on my link and then you will, they will help you get set up. And now that, but you get a share as a startup. How exciting is that? Once again, this episode is brought to you by Public Investments. Well, hello, and welcome to the Sauce Report. Well, I'm here with a good friend of mine and co-host, Michael Gardner. How are you doing, Michael? Uh, I'm doing a lot better. I have uh, uh, food poisoning slash uh, uh, food allergies yesterday from a restaurant. Oh, no. Put me in the hospital for like 24 hours. I just was released this morning, but uh, doing a lot better. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. So we should probably dive right on in. I don't know if you received. I don't know if you saw or anything from the Sauce Report uh, from this podcast as a statement that was made last night. You know the funny part is. No. Okay. Is that I called for removal of speaker? I swear we have a lot of people that listen to my show. And that we have like a lot of, there's a, a lot of influence because moments ago at 3.30 my time or not 3.30, but 3.43, which is your time actually. So it's 2.43 my, well, 4.30. Well, I don't know. Depends. <laughs> moments ago, speaker, speaker Kevin McCarthy was removed from speakership. What yeah. First time in history. Yeah. First time in history. Yep. Yep. That we, uh, we got a speaker that was removed uh, for just not, uh, not doing what he was put in office to do. I mean, you know, he failed the American people. Uh, he failed both sides, actually. He failed both the Republicans and the Democrats as, uh, as House Speaker. Uh, and he was not elected to do what he was put in there to do, right? I mean, plain and simple. So, I mean, it's a first time in history doing, you know, seeing a speaker like this, Kevin McCarthy, being removed from uh, from the chair. Uh, and there's a lot of questioning, uh, who will be the next house speaker. A lot of people are pointing towards, uh, Mac, Mac Gates of Florida. So my question is, so let's get to the, so I don't know if you heard, but my thing has caused a lot of controversy. My statement, did you see my most recent statement that I've made? Yeah. Yeah. I seen that circulate on social, uh, uh, you know, uh, it's just, (laughs) was that right on? You, you you were right on. I mean, there was there was another gentleman I was talking to in uh, in X earlier today in a space, and uh, they had similarities to a uh, an article that was you know that that was put out and everything else. So 
a lot of a lot of attacks a lot of you know uh uh controversy and and all this other stuff sauce i i i don't know man <laughs> so do you think do you think it was right of well my podcast to push this kind of a, a release statement do you think it was right or do you think it was inappropriate what do you think it was do no no it- i mean it was it was put in the most respectable way i mean you know if that's what had to be done that's what had to be done uh i mean go back to what you just said you know like when you opened up the show you know like you called it uh you've been calling it for a while that you know we need to remove uh kevin mccarthy from the seat you know he's he's uh He's not doing what he was put in there to begin with. So, uh, so, so let me get this straight. So the, the article or the statement, excuse me, that was put out, uh, you're getting a lot of backlash. You're saying, huh? I am. Uh, and the reason why, because a lot of people say, well, who's going to be in and who do you think you are to, uh, to push this kind of a thing and how are we going to accomplish anything? But it was interesting because let me get I want to I want to have you as, as not my witness, but the reason why I pushed that out there. Okay, now I'm not going to apologize for why what would I you? Said. Why should you no. apologize, us? I mean, you know, like who do you owe an apology to? That that's the question. So <clears throat> the fact that here's here's a big issue or here's a big problem to it. So. There's nothing relating with my statement talking about how we need to unify this country together. Well, the way that we've been going at it, okay, I've been pushing to say limit the debt ceiling, limit, don't overspend, because we've been overspending like a drug addict. You ain't lying. I mean, mean, let's think about it. I mean, at what point do we say enough is enough? And at some point, like, we kept on giving money to Ukraine, number one. We kept giving money to... We kept giving money to um, overseas countries that hate our guts. And at the same time, you know, we don't like look out for the border. We don't look out for anything else. I mean, I think it's right that we, uh, I mean, we push and, and Kevin McCarthy's lacking step with Jeffrey, with hiking Jeffries. Yeah. Uh, just saying like everything is lacking step with him. I think he's all – I personally think he doesn't really have uh, interest of the American people because here's why, okay? Here's what triggered – here's what caused me to to state that. And I'm going to go refer off of uh, the – um, this is my, my own personal statement. Um, but <clears throat> I think, for instance, he's failed on these certain issues, okay? Speaker McCarthy knew there was a border issue. He could have fixed the border issue, but instead, just like a typical rhino, he looked the other way. Furthermore, he has failed to reduce spending. If Speaker McCarthy had looked at page 52, section B, he would have seen that over $25 million would go to animal drugs. Hmm. Okay? And this is an example of how we are spending our tax dollars to keep the government open. He has failed the American people. And, and not only that, but and I read, and here are the promises that he did state before. And I'm going to let you read on these promises, and I'm going to see if you agree with them. So the Republican Party, so upon elected Speaker McCarthy, he agreed to close the border. Number one, is is our border closed anytime sooner? Have we seen any progress of opening, closing our borders? No. No, it's okay. still wide open. Yep, you're right on that. Okay. Cut government spending. Have we cut government spending? 
No, our government spending is, uh, has gone up since McCarthy's been in, in that seat. Okay. Uh, start drilling for oil. Have we started drilling for oil? Uh, no, we haven't even uh, – we don't even know where to start with that. <laughs> okay. And then impeach Joseph, impeach President Joseph Biden. <laughs> what, what a joke that was. I heard McCarthy say that about a few months ago, right? Uh, four or five months ago that we have to start impeaching him, impeaching him. Yeah. Wh where's the impeachment? The only impeachment I've heard under any leadership uh, was actually Marjorie Taylor Greene and others that have been joining that uh, movement. So, yeah, a, a complete flop and fail, Sash. I agree with what you're saying. So that's so that's not my, well. I wouldn't say that's on the Sauce Report podcast statement or the statement from my. Well, I have to be very when you. So I have to tell you. I know we're gonna go on a tangent, but when you do a podcast and stuff, and when you do a press release statement, you have to say it's like from the statement, not like, and it's also from like this this podcast. So AKA known as me, but I mean, I'm pretty. I mean, I'm pretty right on point, and I mean, you have three different three plus different situations where he made those promises yep. and he's never had it. And I think what Matt Gates, Marjorie Taylor Greene and other Republicans are looking for is change. Yeah. And they're looking for something to happen and nothing did happen. We're not, this government is going out of berserk. I mean, this government, for instance, if our government got smaller, okay, why are we still, why do we create a new office of gun safety from the like, why do we give money to the White House so they can create an office of gun safety, which is a new department of the government? I just seen that I, I seen that uh, what was it about a week, maybe a week and a half ago that Biden was uh, uh, you know, Corrine Jean Pierre there, the um, uh, the speaker, the speaker there, the uh, yeah, she, my head, I'm sorry, Sussman. I've been up early. Anyway, uh, you know, Corrine Jean Pierre. I mean, they, they announced that uh, just a week ago. Oh, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna bring this department in. We're gonna bring it in. Yeah, is it solving anything? No, the, the crimes have gone up tremendously under Biden. But you know who had to sign off on it, right? Yeah, I know who had to sign off on it. Kevin McCarthy did in order yeah. to keep the funding. See, the thing that I don't understand is, and but the other question I have for you, okay. When it comes to the midterm or when it comes to the election next year, okay, yeah. and that's coming down the wire, is this going to – the fact that we've officially ousted the Republican uh, Republican Speaker of the House, is that going to hurt the Republican Party in the long run? Uh, you know, I just said this again. I want to go back to you know where I was earlier today, uh, this afternoon with uh, with with a uh, an X space. Uh, I've been going on a lot of X spaces, mainly a lot of political ones lately. And this was discussed in the space earlier uh, today with uh, a few people in that space, uh, actually more than a few, it's like a, almost 900 people in that space. And, you know, uh, there was the question was was brought about, you know, will this hurt the Republican Party? Will this put a damper uh, on possibly even Donald Trump as the front runner? Uh, I think it. I think it's going to do that, Sauce, because this is exactly what the Democrats wanted. They wanted us to tear each other apart and divide the Republican Party by doing by taking McCarthy out of the situation, out of the gameplay there uh, puts dangers on our party as a Republican. They should have did something differently than how they did it with uh Nancy Pelosi, because if you look the way Nancy Pelosi was kind of like voted out 
was the similar to Kevin McCarthy. Of course, Kevin McCarthy first in history was ousted by the party first in history. But if you look at it, they removed Kevin McCarthy the same way they kind of removed Nancy Pelosi. They did it similar, but just different ways, you know, like, oh, we're going to remove her because, you know, she's no longer represented uh, the people of the House same way as Kevin McCarthy. He wasn't representing the people of the House and the American people. So by removing him, Sas, to be honest with you, I'm not a big McCarthy supporter. I don't support his policy. Uh, I'm not trying to be biased, but I'm trying to be, you know, completely open and honest here with you and your listeners. I think they should have went another approach. I think they should have waited uh, right before the general election and then come out with an alternative then, or at least wait for the new president, uh, you know, or if Joe Biden is rerunning, uh, wait for the, the presidency to take place. That's what I, that's what they should have done. That's just my own personal opinion. Yeah. Because well, it's going to hurt Donald Trump. I mean, it is now because now to the, the tapes, because if you remember back in January 23 of this year, 2023, this is all about principles, sauce, not about personalities, right? Let's think yes. about principles, not personalities. Did Donald Trump say back in January, and this is where they're going to they're going to go. See, I don't even have to say this on your show. I know these Democrats are smart and I know where they're going to go. They're going to go back to the tapes. They're going to go back to all the media footage and they're going to see where Donald Trump said this in January of this of this year. Kevin McCarthy is going to be a wonderful House speaker, if not the best House speaker in years. Did he not say that? He's going to deliver for the American people. He did say that. That's how it's going to hurt the Republican race. And see, and the thing is, and now that, but President Trump then went on Truth Social, and he said, "Can the Republicans already work together instead of infighting? Because why don't we focus on now? This again, you know. Once again, I'm not gonna. I think Speaker McCarthy was an easy person to run through. I think he was a person that didn't really have much of a backbone. Yeah. So you know, and I think that he was got. I think there was some influence from the White House as well as from the other party. And you know what? The way that this country is going, we can't have those kind of influences. We can't have those individuals influencing the decisions that we make. We just can't. We can't afford any more of so soft. We can't afford any more rhinos. And Kevin McCarthy was a rhino. And here's what here's one other thing that I have a um, I have a problem with, okay? So Ron DeSantis came out, and, he, you know, Ron DeSantis is rubbing me the wrong way, you know. He, once again, blames everybody else but himself. Mm. You know, what are your thoughts on Ron DeSantis blaming the Republican uh, Party? Yeah, yeah man. I mean, Ron DeSantis, I mean, he's, I see he put a, 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 you know, a posting on X earlier today with, you know, saying that, uh, you know, my fellow Americans, we have to be careful on who we vote for in 2024. We cannot, you know, take Donald Trump, uh, you know, and, you know, compare him to Joe Biden with his basement strategy. I thought that was very childish for Ron DeSantis okay. to do this. And I notice a lot of Ron DeSantis's ads have becoming very, you know, somewhat, you know, uh, pathetic in, in his own right, you know, because I mean, you look at Ron DeSantis, he's pulling at an 18%. He's trying to get up in the polls uh, close to Donald Trump. 
And for Ron DeSantis to go after Donald Trump like that, the man that actually put him in office as governor, I think is just wishy-wash uh, type of politics, if you ask me. Uh, I mean... I mean, look at Ron DeSantis. There is no way he's going to be able to catch up to Donald Trump's historic lead in the Republican Party. So, I mean, to go after to go after him like that is just it's just foolish, Sauce. It's it's I mean, come on. Seriously, I think. Uh, well, not that, but I don't think he. I don't know. I I also think that Ron DeSantis is I think he's really hurting his political career. And he's hurting his uh, his chances. But another thing is that I have a question is, why isn't he focused back on Florida? You know, I'm yeah. sure Florida misses him. I'm sure that, you know, things are starting to slip in Florida. It is. Because, you know, why yeah. isn't he why isn't he focusing more attention on Florida instead of the, the good times? Remember when I did this? Remember when I did that? Yeah. Why don't you say no? I am doing this, this, and this instead of saying, remember, let, let's look back at the time. Let's look at the glory time. Let's look back at 2020. You know, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, my thoughts on that, man, is just, I mean, yes, he has to focus on Florida. He has to, uh, he has to get his state in order because uh, if you've looked in the last year, uh, the homeless rate has not doubled, skyrocketed. The, uh, inflation is starting to take a toll on Florida. The economy isn't where it was uh, a year ago that it is now. Uh, he's just slipping on his duties as governor. He's more focused on becoming the next president of the United States rather than, you know, governing a state. And and see, that that's, that's a problem. You know, I have a big problem about that. You know, he's not holding, you know, a, a regular, you know, a county seat he's holding a very high seat in in government right now as as a um as a governor of florida so to focus on running for presidency and also focusing on governing the state of florida i mean that i have a problem on i mean either do one or two things and and i'm not just saying against ron DeSantis. i'm saying and with any type of governor focus on your state or focus on the race. If he's going to main running for the for the presidency, then literally resign as governor and run as as a candidate for the president of the United States. You you can't do both, sauce. I mean, I, I I don't understand how some of these politicians think they're Superman, you know, with with awesome powers that they can focus on two different types of policies like that it's absurd like where's our yeah. politics going seriously well well i also think about this though too you know i think you know why can't we focus on i mean what, our country's not any better i hate to say it we, no. last month we had over a quarter of a million uh illegal immigrants flood into this nation yeah you know we had we had the highest gas prices ever now increasing. Our inflation rate's going way up. I looked at my stocks. I looked at my stocks today. They're absolutely garbage. Mm. And I'm thinking about, yeah. you know, I think, you know, it's, but at the same time, the Republicans can't get together. And I'm not saying, yeah. I shouldn't say this, okay? Well, they can't unite, Sauce. They, they, they have an issue with uniting. I mean, you know, they, they, they're, they're more focused on, oh, we have to get the man in orange. We have to take him down and this and that, you know? So it's, it it is it's it's just it's an embarrassing it's an embarrassing yeah. method it really is. 
And and the thing that blows my mind is that the Republicans don't want to unite behind you don't want to unite behind President Trump because let's think about okay okay that judge I don't know if you also saw my clip yesterday okay how mm-hmm. I was absolutely disgusted by the judge the fact that he sat there and laughed during the cameras and he shrugged his shoulders saying ah oh, well it's no biggie you know? it was a circus was, it was a circus sauce that's all it was well and not only that. But then, according so, President Trump came and speak to the media, or he came and speak to his own family about what's going on because the judge put a stupid gag order on him that happened also moments ago prior to McCarthy leaving. I mean, so you're talking about th- what kind of a country are we in? That's a corrupt. De- Here's something to think about, Sass. Here's something to think about. While 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 Trump was up in Manhattan there for the uh, for the trial, right? Do you know it's costing Manhattan an arm and a leg for all the extra security that they use with the New York City Police Department assisting Secret Service. I mean, let alone, I say, hey, they want to bring up another crazy fake indictment. Bring up another indictment. Bring it in another city. How about let's let's go to San Francisco next right now. Let's let's uh, let's cost that economy more because all it's doing, Sas, is it's strengthening Donald Trump's race because yeah. they just poured a whole bunch of taxpayers' money. Donald Trump didn't do that. The 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 corrupted uh, DOJ did that. They did that. Did did Donald Trump cause the economy uh, to kind of go crappy uh, when he was in Atlanta for that uh, that trial in Atlanta uh, weeks and weeks ago? No, it wasn't Donald Trump. That was the city of Atlanta. That was the DOJ that did that to Atlanta. So. I say keep bringing it on because it's just going to make Donald Trump strong. And people are going to see it. Well, and now that, but then you also have, I mean, okay. Another thing is I, I have another question for you. Okay. So if you're going to now talk, now if you're going to go after somebody's job, like which President Trump did, which was a real estate and a business, I did this. Okay. I went at West Palm Beach. Okay. Hmm. And apartments and a couple other uh, houses buying buying houses and stuff. Well, next to a couple houses down from Palm Beach, because according to the the court's order and stuff, and uh, Letitia James, I can't stand her. She's so in- ignorant. She's absolutely so. She's arrogant. Yeah, very she, arrogant. Yeah. Um, she's like she apparently he downgraded his value of Mar-a-Lago. To eighteen million dollars, eighteen point five million dollars. Well, I looked at the house, like one house that's for sale. Well, that house, that one house that's got four bedrooms, is selling for fifty million dollars. Okay, number one. Oh, oh, number two. Hold on, another- Sauce. Let me give you a little. Let me give you a little fact. It's it's not the homeowner that downgrades it. It usually a lot of people don't know this because uh, I have friends in real estate, and this is absolutely true. Uh, maybe your listeners are not aware of this, or maybe some of your listeners are aware of this. It, this state will actually devalue the land and the home itself. And that's usually with every type of purchase and every type of you know real estate that's on the market. So it, it, the state usually degrades the, uh, the value of it, not the homeowner. So do you think so do you think that his house, and I looked at his house before, so uh, last time I checked, West Palm Beach is like a, a rich neighborhood. It's a very rich area. Of oh, Florida. wealthy. Very wealthy. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. How is, so how is it that another house that's about the same size as Mar-a-Lago, that was um, equivalent to 
$203 million. That house is worth $203 million. If like, that's what, that's what the house is worth now. So you're telling me out of all the places where president Trump lives, that house that he owns, that 64,000 square foot house that he owns is now worth $18 million. I mean, is Letitia James smoking on crack or, Oh wait, she's probably smoking crack from Hunter Biden. So that she probably they said it's crack. worth $18 million. That is, according to her, yes. I, I don't that, buy that at all. The reason why I don't buy that is because, uh, first of all, I mean, it sounds artificial and fabricated just by hearing it. I mean, $18 million for a home that's on a lot of acreage of land. I mean, we're not talking about an acre or two acres. So we're talking about probably well over, uh, if anything, uh, up to like, what, 30, 40, 50 acres of land? Uh, because, yeah. I mean, it sits on an entire you know, uh, a, like golf course, an official 18 hole golf course that you would normally go and play golf at. I mean, $18 million. Now I think we're, we're, we're more or less looking at, uh, if, if not, uh, 50 to close to a hundred million dollars, if not more, 18 million. Yeah. I was thinking, I was thinking more of like 200 million. So yeah, maybe 200 million. Yeah. You're probably on the ballpark on that 18 million. I mean, uh, hell, you you find regular condos in New York City or you know Atlanta or L.A. Uh, around ten or fifteen million, yeah. twenty million, if that eighteen well, million dollar home. I mean, come well, on. Well, because if President Trump is found guilty, which I don't know what the judge thinks and stuff, because I who knows. And this is a civil suit that's going on, and I mean that blows my mind because Letitia James she vowed to get after President Trump. See, this well, she clearly has Trump derangement syndrome sauce. I mean, you know, it's showing it right there. And then, or, you know. she, or she is just special in her own way. So it depends. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know however you want to put it, but you're not. So while she's going after one the big bad man, you have New York that's falling apart. You have New York, state of New York. You have criminals. You have terrorist hotbeds now imploding. But you're at the, But you're saying, oh no 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 no. No, no, we got to worry about President Trump. We got to make sure that he doesn't get in office. It doesn't matter if the state of New York crime is on a frenzy. You know, as long as we don't get him in office, we did our job. But then we're not going to fix our country. I mean, we truly live in a messed up world and in a messed up nation. And it blows my mind that we don't have any more other people coming together and saying enough is enough. And I think the Republicans, I also think that the Republicans, a few, the rhinos, they got exposed because, yeah. you know, I don't, I, I don't know. What do you think? Well, it's going to hurt them. I mean, you know, I can tell you that it's going to, it's going to, it's going to hurt them from this, this, this thing with McCarthy. It's going to, it's going to, it's going to, it's going to push envelopes for, you know, the 2024 uh, race. It's, 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 they should have waited, Sas. I don't know what they the rush have. was to, to remove a, you know, uh, a seat such as the Speaker of the House. Now you have uh, a seat that's, it's, that's, that's completely empty. It's, it's open to, to just about anybody. Now we have to make sure that you know, the next person we put in there, man or woman, is going to truly represent the people. I mean, and they're doing this right before an election. Oh, my God. Yeah, and see, Holy, oh my God, right? Well, and see, and this is why I think, <clears throat> and this is why I personally think. Um, and here's my other question, though. Now, when you talk about elections, when you talk about voting people in, isn't it weird that Gavin Newsom pulled out this whatever her name was? Uh, she doesn't live in California, actually. She lives in Maryland. She's got residency in Maryland, 
They and all do that. I mean, look at look at Doctor uh, Uncle Fester there in Pennsylvania. I mean, he didn't live in Pennsylvania, but no, you know, none of them. So actually, the the new because the gal that he put in Gavin Newsom, she is considered the first black, gay, trans, and uh, openly LGBTQ senator that California oh, has elected. But if you take a look at her, she doesn't own property in California. No. So this is political. This is like, oh, you mark you mark all the boxes. And this Gavin Newsom, of course, it doesn't know he doesn't know what to nominate. He doesn't know like at least nominate Adam Schiff or at least nominate somebody else that actually lives in California. That's got houses in California. I yeah. mean that's how illiterate he is in government. I mean, not only that, but he's also teasing a run for president. And here's why I state this on my Sauce Report podcast and even on your show. It's not going to be Joe Biden on that's going to be on the ballot. It's not. We can all get that. Like, let's put that off the box. Joe Biden's not going to be on there because if you saw his recent, most recent hiccup, it was absolutely embarrassing and it was appalling. Number one. Number two. It's going to be probably Gavin Newsom because he's you know uh, debating um, debating uh, Ron DeSantis in uh, end of November on November thirtieth on Fox News. They're having a debate. Number two. So wouldn't that isn't that a little suspicious? And number three. I think he's going to nominate – it's going to be Gavin Newsom and Michelle Obama are going to be on the ticket. That's who the Democrats have, and that's what they're going to pull. Uh, they're going to get Biden off as much as they can because they don't want – I don't think the Democrats can to, can't handle this, and I don't think anyone else can. And I also think that the Democrats are going to win this 2024 election because you have RFK Jr., who is not running as an independent, and is not going to say, you know what, I'm going to be a person united. And I'm going to be saying, you know what, let's have some yeah. uh, independency. RFK Jr. is going to take away votes from the Republicans, and it's going to take a little votes away from the Democrats, but it won't be as much. And that is I, a major issue. I don't know. I beg to differ. I, I, I think uh, – well, one, I think the, the speaker – this thing of the speaker uh, is, is an issue. Uh, I think they should have waited. I'll say it again and again and again. I'll sound like a broken record. They should have waited. Uh, until after the presidency uh, that I don't understand why they were why they were racing to remove him. You know, yes, he wasn't doing what he was supposed to do as as a House speaker. But, you know, but, you know, I mean, damn, wait, wait until after the presidency. You, you just basically sh- screwed your own party, if you ask me, uh, by doing this. It's creating such a huge damage and, and gap and divide in the party. But uh, you think the Democrats are going to win it? I, I don't think they are. Um, they're. First of all, they know that they can't bring the whole COVID, uh, you know, mail-in ballots in. There's a lot of states that are that are not complying to those mail-in ballots. So let's let, let's cast that out. They can't cheat by that. Um, can they bring back another COVID uh, 2.0? I've heard of that. Uh, that was in the woodwork in the in the in the witch's brew there that they might be bringing that back, but. Uh, I don't know, man. Like you think Gavin Newsom and, you know, Michelle Obama, I've heard of that. I've heard of that, but I, I I don't think that even Michelle Obama has enough to, to stand on message sauce. I mean, she's not a strong womanly uh, figure to even like deliver anything on policy or let alone messages. So Gavin Newsom, uh, people in California are starting to turn against Gavin Newsom. So 
I mean, who else do they have, Sauce, besides Gavin Newsom and Michelle Obama? I mean, there, there's plenty Hillary. of other. Hillary's possibly another thing, but do you think the 2016 loss was enough, you know, due to hitting her with mental illness more than ever in her political career? I think so. I don't think she has the strength to even run for the 2024 presidential race, let alone even get on the ticket. Uh, I don't know, man. I think they're just going to go with Joe. I mean, I, at this point, if he's you know still around by then, right? Well, because the only, I mean, the only here's my biggest fear of it is the Democrats have so many political weapons now that they're going to like they're going to use. Well, would you want to vote for a criminal that's actually been indicted not once but four different times for actual crimes he committed? Or number one, number two, would you want to vote for a party that can't even unite together? That's see, that's going to be their talking points. Those well, here's something that you might really want to scary. focus on too, Sash. You might want to focus on uh, a possible, possibly a couple rhinos switching last minute, changing parties just to just to try to oust uh, you know Trump out of the race. I mean, look at uh, this is something I thought about, and you could probably never. Uh, your listeners are probably shocked. Like, what what is Michael saying? This is absurd. No, this is actually uh, this could happen. I mean, this is kind of like a you know like uh, anybody ever watched the, the you know Fox's The Simpsons where they made a lot of you know prediction you know already came true. I mean, I'm pulling out a Simpsons prediction here. I mean, what if we seen a couple rhinos coming out of the woodwork that are already in the race that just switched parties like with a snap of finger? They did it just to get. Donald Trump out of the ticket, out of the race. What if we see Chris Christie of New Jersey switching from Republican to Democrat? What if we see uh, Mike Pence becoming a Democrat? What if we just see those, you know? What if we see other rhinos coming in, like South Carolina, Lin Lindsey Graham, you know, making a late uh, moment uh, uh, announcement that he's going to run? What if we see right, Lindsey Graham? Lindsey Graham switching over, becoming a Democrat, just to oust Donald Trump out. It could be done, Sass. It's it's historical, but it could be done. See, that is something that is very, very, very scary to think about. You know, I think, <clears throat> you know, as we kind of wrap things up, I think we as a nation have not gotten any better, number one. I don't think I'm better off. I'm not better off anymore than I am. That's number two. I don't mm -hmm. feel safe, you know, going on the streets. Like, for instance, our streets, I don't feel safe going – like, um, we have um, – we have – like, last night, there was a congressman, a Democrat congressman. His car got carjacked at gunpoint, and what did the Democrat congressman do? He gave up his keys, and hmm. he sold off his car. So you have now these criminals – and it was actually yeah. ironic because it was their own policies and their own defund the police thing, and it actually came back to bite them in the butt. Where they said, "Well, we don't, we don't need police," but the same thing. He's the first one that called the police department, and it was in Washington D.C. So that's kind of ironic. But either way, I think we, I think it was a smart decision to vote McCarthy out, but it should have been done after the presidential election. Uh, yeah. I think it was premature, but I, we'll see what happens tomorrow. I don't know. Did you see? Did you see? Uh, speaking of uh, of uh, weird behavior, did you see Omar? in the Congress chamber there, licking her lips and biting her lips uh, as Matt Gates was talking. Did you She's see that? Weird. Yeah. That's oh, she was looking at him like, like it was her stepbrother or something. And I see all the memes like, oh, no, Omar, it's not your brother. 
she's like looking him down and everything. That was a little odd. She is a creep, if there ever was one. Yeah. Um, do you have any final thoughts on what we kind of discussed about? And do you have any final, like, per se, warnings you have that you have for our, our listeners? Or Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, here's something that, you know, two things, actually, I want to get out there. Uh, one, uh, you never heard the expression, uh, it's never great to follow the masses because sometimes the M is silent in masses and you get, you know what, A-S-S. Apophophy S. I'm not going to say it on your show because it's, you know, it's the Sasha report, but I think your listeners understand what I get. Never follow the masses, folks, because sometimes the M is silent. And what do you get in return after you take the M out? Right. I think you already figured it out. And uh, lastly, folks, uh, uh, if they with Sasha, I'd like to plug this in. Um, I'm going to be up in uh, Atlanta, Georgia, Sasha. I have a. Uh, a uh a stand-up uh political uh comedy uh bit that i'm going to be doing on october 25th uh it's going to be very very political uh similar to our our uh late great uh george carlin that was very political uh i'm going to be getting into a lot of comedy but on a political stance uh, the reason why i'm using politics in my next comedy act is because uh uh, we have to open up people on on just about every industry that there is, Sauce, whether it's movies, TV, comedy, podcasting, talk radio, uh, everywhere, e- even including uh, X spaces. You have to get out there. You have you have to open up the right set of people. We need to open up the sleeping giants that only come out to vote as necessary. Sleeping giants is now required to come out to vote. Because it's now or never. We are at a breaking point right now where we're about to lose this country forever. And there's no other country on this planet right now that we could start all over. This is the last utopia of planet Earth. And that's my last closing messages. So, guys, check me out there in Atlanta, October 28th at the Laughing Skull Lounge Comedy Club, uh, where I'm going to be very, very politicized. And uh, I hope you join out there. Tickets are just about sold out, Sasa, I'm told. All righty. Well, with this in mind, guys, I hope you have an awesome day. And remember to keep us saucy. You just heard an episode of The Sash Report, a podcast on Spotify, iHeart, and anywhere you hear a podcast. Remember, guys, hit that like and follow button. See you next time, and keep it saucy. Thank you.